Well, hello. Welcome to podcast number two from Imagination Travel and Tips. This is where we are all about travel of any kind, ranging from researching flights and booking restaurants to plain old travel tips. Every few months, I feature a location or an idea in a newsletter, starting with A and will eventually end with Z. Today's podcast is going to be focusing on C, Charleston, South Carolina. Now, anybody who knows me knows that my brother, Peter, was born in Charleston. But you know what? I'm not going to hold that against the city. It's still a great place to visit. But um, yeah, uh, it's just a joke. He and I like to do little jabs against each other. And this is a perfect way to do it because he can't retaliate. Uh, Charleston is known for its historic architecture, its outstanding food, It's got a beautiful harbor and very easy tourism. Travel and Leisure rated it as a top spot in the world's best cities list. First, the main thing most travelers enjoy from what I've seen, and I know I'm this way, whether they admit it or not, is food. Charleston is known for its delicious food. It's a foodie city. There are things like shrimp and grits, and even though I'm from the South, I will be the first to say not a fan of grits, but a lot of people love it. And it's known for its okra, fried green tomatoes, crab cakes, frog more stew. That's right, frog more stew. That probably got your attention. Um, that's the same as a low country boil. What a low country boil is, is where you have um, all these different types of seafood that usually is put on a on newspaper, spread out on a picnic table, along with corn, potatoes, other types of things. They just dump it all out there and you go by and pick it up. It's really kind of strange, but it's really a lot of fun too. So normally I'll throw out some ideas of where to eat in Charleston, but this city has more restaurants than you can shake a stick at. And we have a lot to cover in a short podcast. So if you decide to go, I'll be happy to come up with restaurant choices for you. Just email me at imaginationtvl, like travel, tvl1 at gmail.com. That's just TVL one time. If you've already decided that all you want to do in this lovely town is eat, that's fine. It's doable. No judgment. But in case you want to get out there and see what else there is to do, let's start with some tour ideas. There are all kinds of tours to be had. Food tours, brewery tours, carriage rides, history tours, ghost tours, and walking tours. And then you can even mix and match. Like you can do a food walking tour. You can um, take a carriage tour that drops you off at different sites that you might want to see. And actually, I think this is the best way to get started. You can get on a carriage ride throughout the city center and get a little bit familiar with the city. One highly recommended carriage ride is Palmetto Carriage Works. They offer day tours and evening tours. Charleston is a very walkable city, which is good because there are no subways. If you don't want to rent a car, you can take advantage of Uber, Lyft, or taxis. Renting a car may be difficult for parking because Charleston is an old town, so there are not a lot of open areas to park. So get a close, uh, get a, get a hotel close to the main sites and just walk everywhere. Now, walking tours, 
You can choose to do self-guided ones. A good one starts at the city market, and it wa- you walk along the coast toward Rainbow Row, which is a row of colorful historic buildings dating back to the 18th century. If you don't want to do a self-guided walking tour, there are many companies you can select from for a group walking tour. Um, among some are uh, Low Country Walking Tours, Free Tours by Foot, Charleston Footprints Walking Tours, Chilling Charleston Ghost Tours, The History of Charleston Walking Tours, Charleston in a Nutshell Walking Tours, and the list goes on and on. You can see Charleston's walking tours are a huge deal here, and I didn't even mention all of them. Historical Charleston City Market is one of the nation's oldest public markets, hosting over 300 entrepreneurs that sell arts and crafts and food. You can have a late breakfast or a lunch here or at a restaurant nearby. The hours for the City Market are Monday through Sunday, 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Along with food, history is a prominent feature of things to see and do in Charleston. Visit First Dock Street Theater and Old Exchange, Exchange and Provost Dungeon, just to name a few. The Old Slave Mart Museum. This museum is a tasteful but accurate museum of that sad part of our country's history. It is advisable to consider your children when you go to the Old Slave Mart because it can be quite emotional. And um, another good place to go to get an idea of Charleston's start, which was in 1670, head to Charlestown Landing. You're not going to need a whole lot of time here, but it does take you back to 1670 when English settlers landed along the Ashley River and established the birthplace of South Carolina. Here you're going to learn that Charleston was the leading city in the South from the colonial era to the Civil War. Because of rice and cotton, the city was able to grow as a stronghold in South Carolina's economy. There are hands-on exhibits, audio tours, um, self-guided history, 80 acres of gardens, and more. I particularly enjoy Charlestown Landing because when I was 11 and we lived here, my father was the manager of the park, and my friends and I would spend weekends there. At that time, you could rent bikes to get around, and we used to go down on the side. I can still remember there was this little, uh, it was like in the woods. They probably have closed it off by now, and you could ride your bike down in there, and it was kind of secluded, and we made up stories about ghosts. Anyway, it was just a lot of fun. Well, uh, let's see. Because Charleston is located on a river, there are going to be a lot of water tours to choose from. Adventure Harbor Tours offers sunset boat cruises. You can also Morris Island boat tours. They offer a very short walking tour, less than a mile, and it's not even required. You can relax on the boat. But if you do get off, you'll learn a lot about beach ecology, and that's always interesting. Um, Let's see. Another thing you can do is Dolphin Quest Tours. They don't guarantee that you're going to see dolphins because, you know, the pesky dolphins sometimes don't 
that they don't like to associate with people. They want to be left alone, just like we all do. But this company does say that they cite dolphins almost every day. And if you just want to go to the beach, Charleston does offer a few choices. Folly Beach, Isle of Palms, Sullivan's Island. Folly Beach is probably the one that's the most popular with families. Sullivan's Island is a little bit more upscale. Um, There are condos that you can rent that are right really close to Folly Beach. And they're, you know, within pretty good price range, too. If you also want an upscale area, then check out the French Quarter and visit the French Huguenot Church. There are historic homes, Nathaniel Russell House, the Aiken Rhett House Museum. I think I'm saying that right, Aiken. Drayton Hall, Magnolia Magnolia Plantation and Gardens. And then more history, there's the Battery. That's a landmark defensive seawall. And there's a walking promenade along the harbor. The Battery is also famous for its antebellum homes. And then, of course, we can't say, we can't talk about Charleston without discussing Fort Sumter. Construction on this man-made island began in 1829, which is old for us in America. To get the most of your visit here, take one or certainly more of these six guided tours. Children, and I also think adults, will enjoy the Children's Museum of the Lowcountry and the South Carolina Aquarium. Now I realize that I can't get away from food. (laughs) I do love it so. But I would also highly recommend a walking food tour. There are several to choose from, and here are just some you may like. There's Charleston Culinary Tours, Charleston Food Tours, Chow Down Charleston, Bulldog, see, Bulldog Food Tours, or no, Bulldog Tours. Each of these tours are going to last about two and a half hours, and you'll get to taste food from different restaurants sprinkled in between learning about the districts and about Charleston's history. Some tours don't operate daily, this food tours and the others, so be sure you check out websites for the days and times. And then on the food ones, if you have dietary restrictions, they can accommodate that if you notify them in advance. Obviously, maybe not every dietary restriction, so you'll have to definitely check with them. Um, I also want to state that as of the time of this recording, we are still trying to recover from coronavirus. So obviously, you want to check and make sure that South Carolina is open and the restaurants that that you want to go to are, hotels are, bars, the walking tours, they're going to be limited. So hopefully, you know, that won't be the case when you get there. Um, Okay, if you have any other questions, if you're interested in going to Charleston or anywhere, just contact me at imaginationtvl1 at gmail.com or visit my website, imaginationtvl.com and click on contact. Thanks and let me know your thoughts and opinions. Have you been to Charleston? What do you think? Bye.